Chapter 6, Recovery That son of a bitch must have swapped around the content of the jars, or at least mixed the content a bit, and returned the next day to make sure I will use them. My anger was immediately displaced by worry and guilt when I heard Harley's incoherent cries, her face twisted in agony, skin scorching, breath brisk and uneven. Cautiously laying her in the tub ensuring that the next stays above her heart, I attempted to comfort her, Shoo, baby you will be alright, though I am not so sure myself. Think like a scientist Pamela. Tackle the issue step by step. Right, step one. Take that shit off. Using a clean towel, I was able to remove most of the salve, but I can only pray that it hasn't been absorbed into the skin yet. Don't panic Pamela, it does not help. Now, reduce exposure, then investigate the cause. You have the jar of salve, you're a brilliant researcher, you will figure it out. She also had the vaccine you gave her years ago, an average poison can't harm her, you made sure of that. The next step is to turn on the shower to flush the infected area. I move my hand to test the water pressure prior to rinsing off any traces of poison on the surface of her skin. Mindful to control the direction of the water flow so that the rest of the body doesn't come into contact with the contaminated water. But if it's from my lab, it's not some average poison, isn't it, and I am a botanist, not a medic, can I save her? The water ran from crimson to clear, at least something is coming off. You've healed her before, you can do this, Pamela. When I was washing her body and absentmindedly whispering soothing words to the injured woman, I compiled a mental list of the symptoms. It is fast-acting, it must have been less than 15 minutes since I applied it. It makes the skin itchy and elicits a rapid immune response to the sight of injury. No vomiting. The skin turns purplish. It's probably from my lab so likely plant-based, or unless Joker mixed his own shit into it. He is a rather proficient chemist himself. At least swelling does not compress the airway, which is good news. Her blood was dark red so her blood seems to be contaminated too, so it probably have spread throughout the body. Still, there aren't other symptoms elsewhere. She is unconscious, but unsure if it's due to blood loss. Breaths are shallow, though it could be due to trauma to the lungs by the bloody dagger. Briefly, Harley opened her eyes though there's little energy behind those blue orbs. Please, Mr. J, I will be good. Before I can tell her everything is fine and that he's not here, her eyes fluttered shut again. Fuck, Pamela. You need help. You should be studying the compound, not playing nurse. You can't do both simultaneously when time is of the essence. So I ordered my vines to grab my phone and dialed Selena's number, not that I have any other friends, or any with toxicology or medical expertise. She picked up within a few rings. I am at this boring cocktail party, Bruce bailed on me, jackass. Please tell me someone is dying so I can leave, the cat picked the worst greeting tonight. Harley is dying. Come ASAP, my tone flat and cold. Oh God. Sorry Ivy. I didn't let her finish, and I just hung up so I can focus on taking care of the woman in front of me. Fifteen minutes later, she showed up in the bathroom, eyes wide with shock. I sped my way here. What happened? 
She attempted to hold the damaged jester but I stopped her with a branch. Grab some gloves, it's under the sink. Maybe take a coat from the hangar too, I don't want it to get on your skin too. She has been poisoned. I am not sure if her blood is toxic too. She nodded and put on some nitrile gloves and a waterproof. What do you want me to do? Her no-bullshit attitude reminded me why we are good friends. I've rinsed her wound for around 15 to 20 minutes, so any residue of the poison should have been removed. To be on the safe side, can you do it for 5 to 10 minutes longer? Please ensure that the water won't get into other lacerations, then make sure that neck wound won't bleed again and close it with a new bandage. First aid kit is here. I can't look Selena in the eyes, terrified that she can tell that I am the one that poisoned Harley. There are also two open gashes along the ribs, Batman's sealant is doing its job in stopping the bleeding but I haven't cleaned it yet. If you can do it for me, it would be ideal. That may need stitches though. On it. But where are you going, concern is rich in her voice. To make an antidote. Not wishing to waste more time, I push past Selena with my head down, picking up the jar that said Ivy's magic plant stuff when I rush to the lab. The irony is not lost on me. I started prepping the sample for the tests. Ten minutes later, I emerged in the bathroom once more to take ten milliliters of blood from the blonde, who is being dried by the other siren when I walked in. She will be fine Ivy. If there's one person who can save her from any poison, it's you. I will look at your shoulder when I am done with her. Her tone is warm and assuring, but I merely nodded and offered a weak smile before retreating again. I don't deserve this kindness. Thirty minutes later, I heard a knock from the lab door. Let me clean you up too and you can tell me what happened? She said gently, which is rare from the cat burglar. I shouldn't. I don't know how much longer does Harley have. I can't lose her Selena. You won't be of any use if you drop dead now. Just ten minutes to close the wound. She put on new gloves and gestured me to sit on the lab stool. Now, tell me what happened. I sighed and do what I was told. She dabbed some alcohol onto the wound. It stung, but it must be nothing compared to what Harley is going through so I silenced my pathetic hiss and began to narrate dryly. She nodded without stopping her movement. All clean, just need to apply some butterfly stitches to close it. Don't move. The cat continued to handle the gash with attention, wrapping it with fresh gauze. It's not your fault, she muttered when she was securing the dressing, her fingers expertly making sure that it stays. You didn't know. She concluded while softly caressing the bandage, admiring her handiwork. She is in your bedroom, I will stay with her. I will let you know if there are any complications. The burglar patted me on the back before leaving. I went back to Ivy's bedroom to stay with Harley after tending to Ivy. Her cheeks are pink, would call it adorable if she is not sweating profusely. Her brows are knitted together and her hair sticking to her moist face. I tried to brush the hair away but her skin is almost too hot to touch, so I placed a cool wet towel above her forehead. It has to be rinsed every 20 minutes or so, because her body would heat up the cloth by then. 
Though unconscious, she was mumbling unintelligible things, something about Joker and Ivy or just moans. It doesn't take a genius to know that she is in pain and scared. So I spoke to her about my night, her body seems to recognize my voice and ease up a little. You're smart staying with Ivy you know, because guys are dicks. Bruce freaking ditched me today. First, he said he would have a late lunch with me, then he texted to ask for a rain check. Texted. Not even a call. Can you believe it? I complained softly. Yes, so we were supposed to have some mind-blowing sex before we attend the party tonight, together. But that jerk bailed on me on that too. Rude bastard. Not even a text this time. I glanced up at the usually chatty woman, expecting a witty response but found none, so I resume my rant. Then Ivy told me he was here. I know Harley and Pam don't know who Batman is, but the blonde presumably can't hear me so there's no point to hide. That shithead knows how boring the party was going to be. Ugh. He is not getting laid for at least a week I tell you. I can almost hear her trademark laughter in my head while playing with her burning hot fingers, her nails were chipped, probably from the fight. I exhaled a tired breath and went to rinse the towel on her forehead so it's cool again. Yes so that's my night. I continued my monologue. Sorry, your night is definitely worse. To be honest, we haven't actually met after you came back from the dead, you little bitch. Bet you were busy fucking Ivy huh? What happened to brothers before hoes? I smirked. She always pouts when I went to Bruce's instead of hanging out with them for a girl's night. Anyway, it's nice to have you back, so please don't die on me again. Who is going to mock Ivy with me, if you're not here? I paused, waiting for an answer. Her breathing quickens when the room is quiet, so I carry on. Just FYI, I mourned for you. Not as much as Ivy, but I visited your grave at night. I can't be seen near your grave as Selena Kyle, you see. But as Catwoman, I brought you your favorite candies and left them there from time to time. Ivy and I watched your favorite stupid cartoons together too. I gave her limp hand a little squeeze, wishing that she would squeeze back. Needless to say, that did not happen either. I won't admit it later, but I like you more. Ivy is practical and handy at times, but she is too serious. So get better soon. You know I am not very patient. And when you're good to go, we are going to have some quality times together alrighty? Just you and me. I don't mind being the third will just because you guys are annoyingly cute. But at times, it's too much that it's insufferable. I smiled to myself, already imagining Harley sulking at that statement. We can go pocket-picking together, the one who got most driver's license wins? What do you say Harls? Just get better and that can be agenda number number one. The night remains more or less the same, me talking about grand plans for us after she recovers, some silly stories about my cat, Isis. I also bitched to her about Selena Kyle's social circle, rich wives gossip an awful lot, Harley would have loved those tales. It's almost noon when I finalized the antidote. My neck muscles strain from looking down at the lab bench the whole night, but it's worth it. 
Turns out Joker or Punchline is not as smart as I thought they are. I bet they don't know most of the names on the jars, or else they could have picked a nastier poison. My guess is that they selected one that has similar color and viscosity and poured some in the healing cream. They didn't even completely remove the original salve, maybe they fear that it will smell different. Nonetheless, I made a mental note of testing all of my samples once this is over. Now, the top priority is to inject this into Harley, so I hurried to the bedroom and find Selena chatting to the Harlequin tenderly about her jewelry collection. I knocked faintly before I made my entrance, feeling like I interrupted a delicate moment. Thanks. I gave her an appreciative nod. She is my friend too, she glanced back at me, looking exhausted. Is the antidote ready? The cat motioned to the syringe and vial in my hand. Think so. I moved towards the other side of the bed, peeling off the dampened duvet, revealing the blonde's arm. Did she experience any more symptoms or complications throughout the night? Fever possibly, and just sweating a lot, you'll need to hydrate her later, and do laundry. Selena beckoned to the beddings, flashing a tiny smile. I acknowledge her assessment and proceed to feel for her vein, anxiously injected the antitoxin. Let's hope I got it right. To my relief, Harley didn't exhibit any signs of discomfort, so I turned to the cat. Get some rest Selena, I got it from here, and you look like shit. You're pretty shitty yourself, she snickered. I will be on the couch if you need me, okay? Bring in some water before you sleep maybe? I suddenly remembered. Typical Ivy. Already bossing people around. She exited the room and carried a jug of water in, along with some cups and a metal straw. For the record, I am doing this for Harley, not you. I wanted to be awake and next to Harley when she regained consciousness, but after an hour or so, I fell asleep on the armchair with her hand in mine. Morning, Harley's tired voice startled me from my dreamless sleep. It took me a second to register what happened, but I leaned forward to the sickly figure immediately. How are you feeling Peanut? I put the back of my hand against her forehead to feel if she still has a temperature, pleasant to find it at the Harley normal, she's always warmer than average human beings. Before she could reply my earlier question, I pushed a metal straw near her lips and gestured for her to drink water. She obediently emptied the glass. Thanks Red. I feelin' much better, she smiled weakly. Had the strangest dream though. Joker locked me in an oven and turned it on maximum. There were ants inside too and they keep crawling on me. It was so hot but the ants just won't die, so it's just super hot and itchy everywhere. I called for you but you never came. Kitty Cat was there too I think, but I don't know what she was on about. She trails off. I am here now babe. I planted a kiss on her forehead. Everything is okay. I reassured her with another kiss, and yes, Selena is here. She was with you the whole time. Ah, uh, I knew it, she loves me, the acrobat beamed. Who doesn't, I laughed too, her smile is contagious. Now, get better so you can thank her yourself. How are your ribs, painful? On a scale of dealing with Condiment King to fighting the whole Justice League, I think the pain level is around, fighting Batsy. 
She laughed lightly when making this comment. Harley despises the ketchup guy, saying that he ruined all of the condiment puns. Darling, I love you, but that makes zero sense to me, can you use numbers like normal people? For me? So I can stop worrying? I adore her weirdness but sometimes it's a bit infuriating. What? That's super clear okay. Fighting Batsy means I will live but everywhere hurts, her giggle is lunder this time, but winced when she laughed too much. That motion probably stretches the diaphragm too much. Just get some sleep alright? Save the jokes for later. Only if you snuggle with me, she pouted, I miss ya already. Sure babe. I crawled onto the bed let her rest her chin on my chest. We drifted to sleep soon after. The insufferable gays were sound asleep when I went up and check up on them, so I found my phone and checked for messages. To my surprise, I saw three missed calls and a few texts from Bruce. Wayne, I am sorry Selena. Wayne, please call me back when you see this. Wayne, I can explain. I haven't looked at my phone since I got called to Ivy's house at around 9pm until now, so he was probably worried. Though it has been more than 24 hours since our last meaningful communication, neither of us are heavy texters. Something sounds off. Me, what do you want? His reply was immediate. Wayne, can I call you? I am sorry. Me, can I say no? His handsome face showed up on the screen a few seconds later. Selena I am sorry. He sounded sincere so I already have forgiven him for ditching me twice in a row, but it doesn't mean I will let him off the hook so easily. Well, you said you can explain. So start explaining. I know you've seen Ivy, so you already know I left you for my night job dash. The fuck? Did you track my cell? What happened to privacy? Sorry, I got worried. Listen. Joker and Punchline dosed me with pheromones and kissed me. I was able to fight it in the end but they know about your knowledge on the body-swapping gem. They were trying to locate it. They will come for you. Wait, slow down. What? They kissed you? I find it hilarious but Bruce's tone tells me it's not a funny matter. There's a new player in town, Joker's new girlfriend, Punchline. He tried to sound less condescending but was not particularly successful. She pretended to be held hostage by him and he demanded my presence. When I got there, they blew up the warehouse and sprinkled me with poison ivy's pheromones. Turns out, Joker and his girlfriend swapped bodies, courtesy of that gemstone that switched ivy's and Quinn's body months ago. And apparently, Joker's true love is me so when Punchline kissed me they switched back dash. I chuckled. Wait what? Are you telling me that you're in love with the Joker? LOL I thought I was the only bisexual in the relationship. No. Please, I am sure his love is one-sided. I should have known when he spent so much time planning schemes that to grab my attention. Whatever you say Brucey, you know I am happy to share but not sure when it comes to that filthy piece of shit. Anyway, then what? Punchline aka Joker's soul kissed you and they swapped back. I teased. 
This is like a bad TV drama plot. Yes. Joker's body tried to kiss me first, but it didn't work. Punchline has to kiss me to make it work dash. Does that mean you get to make out with both Joker and the girlfriend? Well, hello Bruce Wayne nice to meet you, I am Selena Kyle. Not funny Selena. He is my nemesis and I was under the influence of Ivy's pheromones. He sounded like he is convincing himself, but I have decided to torture him with this information next time I see him, maybe even bring some fun to the bedroom too, so I stayed quiet. So before I could fight off the effects of the pheromones, they asked if anyone else knows about the stones, and I said Catwoman. I was careful. I didn't say your name, but they will be on your tail now. Just, keep an eye out for them. I will stay with the gals for a bit, don't worry. I winked at him though I know he can't see it. So much new exciting information in one call. Joker poisoned Harley, so I will be here for at least a week, plus it's been a while since I hang with them. Don't worry Bruce. I am so happy to know about your sexual awakening. Alright, he refused to address my last comment. I am sorry for tracing your phone, I was concerned. And sorry for bailing on you, he commanded me to push all my plans, I was under the effect since noon, and... Wait. Why do you have your phone when you're crusading? Did he has access to your phone? Does that mean he knows who I am? I panicked. No, I didn't even save your number, and it was my other phone, I have Barbara wipe it every night. I was careful. You really shouldn't bring your phone out when you're batshitting. And your timeline doesn't add up, if you were being controlled since noon, then what have you guys been doing for so long? You could still come with me to the party. So many questions. Clearly embarrassed by being caught in a lie, Batman took a long pause before replying. Nothing. Just got beat up real bad in the face so I couldn't show up in public. Plus I was trying to track down both of them to put them in Arkham. I could smell his bullshit from this far away, but he will tell me if he wants to, so we said our goodbyes and hung up, unsure if I should be worried. Chapter 7, Third Wheel I groaned when I felt the mattress shifted in weight, my arms and legs are being peeled away from the cooler woman. Without opening my eyes, I attempted to tighten my grip. Pam, no. It's comfortable here, Ivy smells nice and I am still tired. She stopped moving and a few seconds later, I felt a kiss on my forehead. Morning sunshine. How are you feeling today? Eyes still sealed shut, I just smiled and kissed whatever patch of skin that I can reach in front of me. Better if you're staying. She snickered and caressed my cheek with her free hand, the one that's not trapped between our bodies. Harls it's already almost six. Aren't you hungry? Yes but I done wanna move. I wrapped around her a little closer so she can't wiggle away. And, because, you're here. I opened one of my eyes to look up at her, grinning mischievously. Emma hungry for something else. I started savoring her flowery scent, licking and sucking her pulse point. From her slightly quickened breaths, I know she loves it. Come on Pamela Ann, it's been a while. Pamela gulped before finding her voice. 
Harley you're still hurt. I don't think it's a good idea. She made a futile effort to push herself off, but that attempt was clearly just for show. Even a person who got stabbed yesterday can hold her down. If you're scared of hunting me, then done make me do all the work, I plant more wet kisses on her neck, sucking hard enough to leave a dark and green mark on her collar. Harl, I am, serious, the cut dash, she left out a breathy moan when I slide my knee in between hers, innocently brushing over her core while I do so. At the same time, my hand caresses her body, fingertips dancing over her abdomen, feeling the definition of her muscles under the thin t-shirt that she's wearing. I'm sorry Pammy, I didn't hear you. What did you say again? I slipped my hands underneath her top and slowly move up to her breast, teasing. She firmly gripped my wrist, motioning me to stop. There was such a finality to her expression that it made my heart jump. It makes sense with her traumatic past. Don't you remember the last time you tried to take control when having sex? Harley, be smart about this. Dr. Harleen Quinzel playing therapist again. Go the fuck away. I thought, not wishing to have a figurative threesome, one fucking me in the head and the other fucking me physically, and thankfully she did. Unaware of my brief encounter with the doctor, she continued, Harley, if we are going to do it, we are doing it my way. She is using her Dr. Isley voice. I am going to get horny whenever she tries to talk plant stuff from now on. Now, she untangled herself with ease, pushed our comforters aside and straddled on top of me in one swift motion, knees flanking my hips. Stop moving and do exactly what I say, only then will you get what you want. Do you hear me? I love this already. Yes, Red. She is so hot when she takes charge anyway. I pull her down for a kiss but she bit my lower lips instead, hard enough to taste blood. Oops. Did I ask you to kiss me? Her face is only an inch away from mine, and she doesn't even have morning breath, this is not fair. Wait. Does that mean my breath stinks? Oh no. Did not think this, ah. Uh. She bit me again, this time my earlobe, tugging hard enough to elicit a moan. I was asking you a question, Daffodil. Did I ask you to kiss me? Her finger is pushing under my chin, forcing me to look at her olive green eyes. I. No. I swallowed hard, half turned on by her dangerous gaze, half scared by that same predatory glare. Bad girls get punished. She announced coyly. Ho. How? Please say spanking please please please. Usually spank them but you're already hurt, so we must come up with something else. The green seductress smirked, and I can feel my panties getting wetter and wetter under that look alone. I watch her expectantly, anticipating my punishment. Because you're such a naughty girl, you're not allowed to touch me, if you do, I will have to tie you up. Do you understand? I nodded haphazardly, only realizing how hot my skin feels. Just tell me when you want me to stop. We need to have a conversation about this later but now let's just settle for, stop, alright peanut? I nodded again but Ivy gripped my chin again, staring into my eyes lovingly. I need verbal consent Harls. Yes Pammy. Stop means stop. 
I croaked out while fighting every impulse in me to kiss her wrist, which is just right there. Good girl. She gave me an encouraging smile before resuming her previous role. So no touching, and only do as you're told. Are we clear? Yes ma'am. I smiled sheepishly, taking a shuddering breath to embrace what is to come. Good girl, she leans in for a kiss, her tongue licking my lips, asking for entrance. Decided to play her game, I feigned innocent and kept my mouth close. Her hands suddenly tore my, hers, lesbian alert, flannel shirt open, and I let out a surprised gasp. Concurrently, her tongue met mine. Cheeky bastard. Yet, her hand did not stop there. I wasn't wearing a bra, because injury, and her hand found my chest and started massage my breast tenderly. My nipple hardened soon after, and she withdrew her touch. Paw. Ah. Just before I was going to complain, she pinched my nipple with her thumb and her index finger, hard. I left out another loud animalistic moan but was later silenced by Ivy's continuous attack on my mouth. Don't you remember Selena is in the living room? Or are you a dirty little slut who wants to be heard? She taunted as she trailed her mouth to my ears, licking my jaw along the way. Don't make another sound unless I allow you to, she ordered while pinching my other nipple. A hum, I cried, planning to bite onto her shoulder but remembered that I am not supposed to touch her, so I chewed my lower lips instead. You're a fast learner baby, well done, she whispered in my ear. Hot breaths tickling that sensitive spot. I bite my lips again to stifle a groan. The nail of her thumb is now flicking my nipple, sending pleasure through my body, her mouth found home in the non-injured side of the neck, licking, sucking and biting. I did not know she's such a biter but I love it. It took all my power to stay still. Baby, tell me what you want now, she practically purred. Please Pam. I begged. I am so wet that the panties are uncomfortable like wearing soaked socks to go for a hike. What exactly do you want me to do to you? Use your words daffodil. Our tongues meet again for a messy kiss one more time before sitting up, nails scratching down my scorching skin, leaving behind a red trail before reaching my waistband. I, I want you inside me. Please Pammy. I panted. I don't think I anyone can see me blushing because my skin is burning right now. Your wish is my command darling, and with that, she rearranged our positions, settling herself between my thighs kissing my inner thighs and spreading me wide. She took her time kissing up to my center, her palm wandering around my legs, my ass and my waist. I was going to grab her hair but remembered that a no-touch rule so I close my eyes and swing my elbow across my face instead, trying to gag any sounds that attempt to escape my lips. You're doing so well baby, she praised and her hand moved to my boxer, and so fucking wet for me. I can feel it from here. Pam stated with a low tone in her voice which made me want to be good just for her. Ivy stroked over my clit over the fabric and I let out a high-pitched whimper. She brushed the same spot a few times over at a punishing pace, enough to make me feel the heat burning up from inside out, but not enough to make me come. Then, she pushes the fabric aside, not bothering to take off the shorts before entering. 
H, read this feels so good. Fucking with clothes on is so hot. More. I begged, but she removed the finger. Have I give you the permission to speak? She bit my inner thighs. I opened my eyes, locking with hers, giving her the usual puppy eyes, begging her to continue. She did not fall for it like I hoped she would. Instead, she roughly smooched her way up from the waistband to the belly button, sternum and my collarbone. Did I, or did I not give you the permission to speak? She sucked on my neck again. Um, no. You didn't. I am sorry. I murmured, wishing that she will take the apology and carry on. Seems like you're not taking my orders seriously Harley. She moved down and hover above my breasts, heated puffs stimulating my sensitive flesh. I grabbed the sheets in my fist in response, squirming to seek some kind of friction. And for that, you're going to pay. She gets off the bed and started stripping slowly, clearly making a show out of it. Her rogue uniform, i.e. a leafy leotard, aka leaf bikini, is so exposed that leaves, hee hee pun, little to the imagination, but her nakedness is still a sight to behold, I can feel a new wave of wetness pooling again. I wanted to rub my tits but Pam made a disapproving sound so I lay my arms back onto my side, letting out my frustration by fisting the sheets instead. She smiled at my obedience as she straddled my head exposing her fold right in front of me while her hands steadied herself by gripping the headboard. Lick, and I did so with passion. It is apparent that she is as turned on as I am, her juice is practically dripping down. She even tastes like nectar down here how is that possible? My tongue started from back to front, mindful to hit the clit at every stroke. Yes. Harley. Just like that and I flattened my tongue to taste more of her for a few strokes. One of her hands found my hair and started pulling, so I focused on her clit and started sucking and flicking that tiny bundle of nerves. Yes, baby. Yes. Um. Her breasts become more ragged now, hands pulling my hair harder and her hips started jerking to match the movement of my tongue. Instinctively, I grabbed her firm ass, squeezing and pulling the cheeks apart. Babby, no touch him, um. And she spared her hand from the headboard to pin one of my wrists. The other pulling my hair so hard that I barely have the space to move as she continues to fuck herself with my tongue. Her deep throaty moans ringing in the air and I am sure Selena can hear it by now, that only made me more turned on. Now that she's more lean back with one hand behind, I have more room to toy with her glistening folds, thrashing front and back and side to side, flicking and swirling my tongue. After a while, when I hear her groans are louder, I entered her pussy with my tongue, arching my head, delving in as far as I can. Oh yes. Yes. She released her iron grip on my wrist and angled herself so my nose is hitting her clit as I thrust deeper. Yes baby. Yes. Keep going baby, her hands clasping my hair again, pulling me in impossibly closer almost suffocating me. Her euphoric cries encouraged me so I picked up the pace, sensing that she is almost there. Yes baby. I am going to, yesies. U.M. baby Harl's O.H. yes a ah, her thigh trembles as she comes. 
I swallowed each drop of her juice as she rides out her orgasm and eventually she scooted back down, kissing and licking my face clean. You did good honey. Now, where were we? She recovered quickly and went back to her previous position. Now remember, no speaking or screaming, or else I will have to gag you. She smirked as she re-entered me as she did, cloth pushed aside, a talented finger dug into my slick pussy. Biting the back of my hand so I don't squeal out loud, she moved in and out before adding a second finger at a sinful pace. The shorts is a nuisance right now but neither of us wants to waste time undoing it. Ivy thrusts forcefully while kissing around my boobs, deliberately ignoring the nipple. I clenched my eyes shut at the pleasure, and had to chew the back of my hand so I won't let out a wail. Yet, she yanked the hand away, locking her eyes into mine. Look at me when I fuck you, she commanded, and there's nothing else to do except for obeying that sultry voice. I bit my lower lips again, though lusty, fervor sound still managed to escape from my throat. She sneered at my display and finally sucked my nipples, circling the tender patch of skin when her hand plunged harder and faster, fingers curling every time when it hit that spot. My hip rocks back and forth with her thrust, the only thing in my mind is amoramoramoramoramor, and at some point, I couldn't control my voice anymore. Red, um, ah. Oh my god. Please, oh ha, Pamela gnawed at my nipples one more time before giving the green light. Come for me baby, and I did, explosively. My thighs stiffened my hips arched up, my ribs are excruciating, but fuck the pain when ecstasy is drowning my system. Her motion continued until I am overly sensitive, and she kissed gently at the marks that she left. Was that okay sweet pea? I wasn't too rough right? She looked at me with concern, hands gently soothing the red skin from her bites. It took me a few moments before I found my voice. My goodness. Pammy. Come here. I dragged her close and kiss her again, giving all the love that I have in that contact. I'd want to top you some time, but today, it's perfect. I added. We both know we need a conversation about boundaries in the future, but definitely not now. I was going to check up on them after I hung up on Bruce but all I heard was, ah, Pam, or, Harley, insufferable gaze, I tell you. Instead, I scrolled through social media with my headphones with the max volume on, at least until they are done. Eventually, the blonde jumped onto my lap, landing kisses on my cheek, yanking my airpod out. Kitty. I miss you so much. Please tell me you have showered and brushed your teeth. I mocked. The jester blushed but continued to pepper kisses on my cheek, I did. Ives told me I was sweating like a pig. Thank you for being here kitty cat. Always kiddo. Also, Ivy, you either buy me a new bed, or you invest in a better sofa. I am not sleeping next to you guys. I glance at the other rogue. Also no sex in the kitchen, I don't want to taste Harley in my pancakes. This time. The metahuman blushed too. We can go to Ikea together. I don't support their business because I know for a fact that they are selling products made from wood illegally obtained in Ukraine but Harley thinks it will be a good date idea. We will just shop from there and not pay. 
looking forward to third wheeling already. Now, order food because I am fucking starving and your kitchen is a mess. Harley squeals in excitement at that, snatching my phone and browsing different menus. It's amazing how she turned from a dying sweaty mess to an energetic bouncy child within a day. I let the jester choose the food and move close to Ivy, who is trying to tidy the kitchen, carefully cataloging what needs to be replaced on a pink piece of post-it note that's definitely not her choice of stationery. So Ives. I spoke to Batsy. That shithead joker took some of your pheromones or something. I feel like I should let her know, though it baffles me how she not already know that. She stopped her motion and pinched her bridge of her nose, Harley is still curled up in the sofa deciding what to eat so she's not listening. Now that too. Jesus. I bet he messed with all the bottles in my lab, she paused to gather her thoughts. He must have pretended to steal one of the toxin, or he actually stole it I don't know, so I will let my guard down. I need to analyze all the samples in the lab before I can be sure what else he stole. Can you look after Harley for me? She looked fine but I don't think seeing Joker was good for her mental health. Sure. Again it's for Harley not for you. I nudge her shoulder. Also when she was out, I made a lot of plans with her, a pocking picking war is my top priority, the one with most driver licenses wins. You can sit that one out because you're shit anyway and you're a sore loser. Once she is better we will be spending a lot of quality time together without you. Don't be jealous. The redhead rolled her eye but offered an appreciative smile. I blended in a booster when I was giving her the antidote. Mixed in latest joker venom and other stuff in it, so she should be healing quicker than before. So, you may take her out tomorrow. Ivy, I am your friend too, why don't you give me a booster like that? I teased, knowing that she would never, because of my affiliation with the bat. Well, she is my girlfriend now. So fuck off, she smiled sweetly and shot a glance at the former psychiatrist, who is on the phone making pizza orders, giving the place a fake address across the road. Ugh finally. I thought you two were annoying when you guys were eye-fucking each other before, but now I realize I was so wrong. Being a couple make you guys worse. I meant it when I want a new bed. I am not sleeping in the same bed as you guys. Despite that comment, I am actually very glad that they finally got together. I knew about Ivy's little crush when they first met, and Harley escaping the grip of that psychopathic clown is a big plus. It's already on my list jackass. She gestured to that pink post-it. And I will empty my guest room for you, not that I have any friends, so you can call it yours and not sleep on my bed when you stay over. Ivy blushed, the undertone is obvious, I will get you a bed so I can still have sex with Harley when you come over. A queen size will suffice. I also want silk sheets if you can afford it. I winked. Noticing that Harley has finished ordering so went to her instead, retrieving my phone and letting her know about our impending pocking picking war. Chapter 8, License Ivy's sofa sucks but it feels wrong to leave when Joker can strike again, and I am certainly not sleeping in the same bed as the two lovebirds. Harley was up and about the day after I proposed the pocket-picking contest, the scab is visible and raw, yet she can move without whining. 
the vaccine Ivy gave her is clearly working its magic. However, she is still treating the clown girl as if she is made of glass, essentially doing everything for her and check on her every 30 minutes. Not your fault baby, she reiterated whenever the green woman asked about her wound and kisses her like there's no tomorrow. If I can earn a dollar every time I roll my eyes, I will be richer than Bruce by noon. Their PDA is officially annoying at lunch. Ivy literally spoon-fed the jester because Harley said it stings a little when she lifts her arm. Ugh, I don't hear her complaining when they are having sex. Technically I did hear her, but that didn't sound like complaining at all. That's why I took the younger woman out for the afternoon, leaving Ivy behind to run tests on her chemicals. If you only witnessed their kiss goodbyes, you'd have thought Harley and I are never returning. I had to whisk the blonde away or else the extremely passionate kiss would turn into sex and I was not ready to witness that today. We drove to the city center for our little game. Though pickpocketing is not an art form like stealing pieces of jewelry from museums, the thrill of getting caught on the spot is there nonetheless. Harley once mentioned to me that during her days with Joker, she had to do quite a lot of shoplifting and pickpocketing because Joker would never give her her share of the loot. Something about, Harley not great with finance. Jackass. I pulled over to a crowded farmer's market. Families, friends and couples are gathering around the food stalls and the fresh produce booths. The delicious smell of sizzling bacon, fresh pastries and cheese filled the Gotham polluted air. Harley took a good whiff before speaking, so. What did the winner get, she asked as if she has a chance to win. Only in your dreams kiddo. Pride? I snorted. I didn't select this place because it's packed with easy targets, I chose this place because I know Harley will be distracted by the food. That's no fun. The loser gotta fulfill a wish from the winner. Deal? If you want a threesome, all you need to do is ask darling. I winked and shook her pale hands. Let's say. One hour and we meet back here? The one with most driver's license wins. Get ready to have your butt kicked kitty cat. See ya. A food market is usually the best place to steal because, one, food trucks often prefer or even requires cash payments and, two, you get to be close to strangers when queuing. 3. You can spot where people store their wallets after they hastily put their change back into their pockets, and, 4. Often, people are so preoccupied that they left their wallets unguarded. That's why the hour went by like a breeze and none of us got caught. Obviously, we can't go through our loots now, so we hopped into the car and drove back. As expected, Harley got sidetracked when she saw some fresh strawberries and bought a box for Ivy, she also stopped by to engulf a double cheeseburger and some homemade brownies. It's so good kitty, you have to try. I bought some for Red too but I'm sure you guys can share. So, imagine my surprise when I lost the competition. The fuck? Harley did you cheat? Because how else can she obtain 12 driver's licenses in an hour? It's like one job per five minutes, on top of stopping for snacks and purchases. It's a trade secret kitty. Suck it. You lost, her sing-song voice makes me really want to slap her with a brick.
I don't play with cheaters. I deadpanned. You better tell me now or I am disqualifying you. Didn't take you as a sore loser kitty, she poked out her tongue and waved the licenses in front of me just to gloat. Bastard. I threw her a death stare so she began her explanation. I just played dumb blonde and spill drinks or ask for directions from dudes that looked like he is old enough to be my dad okay? They always wanna play gentleman. It's not my fault when you like stealing from kids. I was almost speechless then. I prefer targeting kids because stealing from young adults is easier, they are always on their phone and are often oblivious to their surrounding unless they need to take a pic for social media. Some girls even have their bag opened and unzipped, it's sinful not to steal from them. Yet, that also means that I can't set the competition standard with cash, because Gen Z prefers mobile wallet, tech-savvy and all. They barely carry any cash too, so monetary value as judgment criteria is also a no-go. The number of wallets would be a good measurement if boys, or just dick. I don't know, decide to invest in one, I have seen Dick Grayson shoving coins and money down his pockets. You would have thought being the son of a billionaire, you'd have money to get a decent wallet. So, that leaves little choice. I mean, a person can only have one license, so it means it will take into account of the number of successful jobs you pulled, right? Sounds fair. However, I forgot how mature they look nowadays. During my time, puberty hit us like trucks. Not saying that I was ugly, but I cringe at teenager Selena Kyle. In the present day, kids look like adults with fancy makeup. I am unsure how they grow so tall or get their boobs so early on, but I evidently have a difficult time telling their age. Seven out of the 18 wallets I have stolen either got no driver license, or it's just a fake ID. If I could read people better, I could have one. Fuck. Fine, Quinn. Name your price. I grunted with displease. Fuck kids. Fuck bat brats too. Can't think of any now, but I will let Cha know, she smirked mischievously and I already regret this. The house was oddly quiet when both women left. I love the silence, but I have got used to Harley's loud music and constant chattering. Stop missing her you dumbass. She will come back soon, now let's get to work, better use this time to figure out what Joker wants. I started labeling tubes for the aliquots of the potions and samples on the shelf for testing. Selena was grumpy when she got back from their day out, I can hear her banging the cupboards all the way from the lab, so I assumed Harley won. The giggling gesture beelined to my workbench to confirm my guess. Read. I miss ya. She jumped onto my lap planted a kiss on my cheek, limbs encircling my torso. I gotcha strawberries and brownies. NNN, guess who's the best thief in the house? Well done Harls. I smiled at the ball of excitement in front of me, putting my arms on her waist so she won't fall off and spill things. We have to go to the market again, they have great ice cream too, you'll love it. So, how's work? Sure baby. After our Ikea visit, Selena needs a bed. Also, the work was good. I've analyzed everything. 
It took some time but the current missing compound was the pheromone, of which Batman suffered from it already. I am unsure how much he stole but I never distilled much anyway, because it has little use for current projects. I'm sure he used most of it by now. And… I even found the toxin that we thought was missing. It's just misplaced in the pheromone jar. No harm done Harls, don't worry. I kissed her deeply to stress that point, in case she blames herself for the incident again. Mumulum, she kisses back ferociously, tongue flicking and soothing, her mouth tasting like chocolate. Probably the brownie that she was talking about. There's one thing though. I reluctantly pulled away. I promised the bat that I will give him the body-swapping stones. Where did you put it peanut? Ain't gonna give it to Batsy. I have plans for them. Sexy plans. Not anymore. Come on, I made a promise. I love what we have now. Let's not give Batman an excuse to send us back to Arkham. Just give them to me Harls. Though, I must admit I am mildly curious about what plans she has. Harley grabbed the collar of my lab coat and whispered next to my ear, make me, followed by a lick to the shell-like part of my ear. The hair on my back stood up at her heated puff. A part of me tells me that it's against health and safety protocol to have sex when so many toxic substances are nearby. Yet, a louder, animalistic, part of me screams otherwise. Half submitting to my carnal desires, I tilt my head and suck on her neck, earning a quiet moan from Harley. I continued kissing her pulse point when I slip my hands down to her ass and give it a squeeze. Pammy, she muttered lightly and rock her hips towards my abs, seeking more, desperate to close the distance between the two bodies. Screw lab safety. Slipping my hands under her top, my hands roaming over her skin, feeling every dent and scars on her back. The gymnast breath quickens and I can feel her claws through my t-shirt and lab coat. Red. Her voice airy and soft. Fuck me. Oh, I intend to. I simpered and licked her lips. Emmicham, if you fuck me well, maybe I will consider telling you where the stones are. I bit her lips and nibbled down her neck, tugging her earlobes just to wipe the smug out of her face. The lab coat is doing its job as a piece of personal protective equipment so well that there's little exposed skin for Harley to kiss, so all she can do is moan and peck on my ear and the place where the shoulder meets the neck. I kiss her a few more times before stopping. You know the rules. Stop means stop, alright Harley? We still need to have a conversation about boundaries. I filed that mental note at the back of my mind. Yes Pammy. Now shut the fuck up and put those fingers in me already. She said after landing a few wet kisses near my jaw. Ever so eager. Wait. I removed the pouting gesture from my lap. Just need to tidy a few things, I don't want you to break any of my equipment. Ugh. Chop chop. Make it quick. She grunts impatiently but also understands how much my work means to me, and I guess having sex on shattered glass isn't fun to her either. Good girl. I kiss her softly on the lips and took my time to clear the bench. Each passing second, I can feel the blonde is growing more restless behind me, 
tapping her shoes as if it would make my movement faster. To be honest, I am already done, just rearranging glass vials at this point. But, it's fun to feel her squirming and yearning. Come on Red. She runs her finger down my spine, it's tidy enough. Don't you want to rev up your Harley? I smiled at that horrible yet endearing line and turned to kiss her. Her surprised moan was short-lived as my tongue enters her mouth, gently sucking and swirling. She pushes me against the table while her hands made way under the t-shirt. I shiver under her warm touch, feeling her nails leaving trails on my skin. Harley. My voice came out hoarser than usual. What Pammy? One of her hands now moved further down, toying with the belt loop on my jeans. You made me beg for it last time. She started casually brushing over my crotch. The fabric is too thick to make me feel anything satisfying. Now, tell me what you want. My body is screaming please but my brain is not ready to forfeit my pride. So I refuse to beg for it, letting my soaked pussy sit in the drenched underwear for a little while longer instead. I peeled her away from me, shoving her against my bench. I don't like to be teased. I hissed behind her. Bend over. She clearly likes where this is going and did so quickly, arms grabbing the side of the table for support, ass sticking out. I grabbed her waist and pulled her back a little further from the counter before dragging her shorts and underwear down to her knees in one violent tug. If your memory is so good, tell me. What do bad girls get? Harley whimpers and shudders as cool air meet her newly exposed skin. They, get spanked. Her voice quiet but filled with excitement. Yes, giving her ass an encouragement pinch. Let's do five today and I want you to count it out for me. Yes ma'am. Without another word, I slapped her soft flesh with a crispy blow. It rings louder than it hurts but Harley gasped in surprise. One. I slap her harder this time, the pale skin on her but cheeks are turning pinkish. 2. Hearing there's no sign of distress or pain, I spanked her even harder and a high-pitched whimper finally escaped. Ah, th3. I soothed the reddened skin with my palm briefly before landing the next hit. f4. Satisfied by her behavior, I run my fingertips up and down her thighs before the final hit deliberately targeting the delicate flesh nearer to her core. In return, the blonde left out her a lusty moan. 5. She sounds wrecked but aroused. Good girl, taking it so well I caress the colored flesh with both hands and spread her cheeks a little, her fold is already glistening. Now the fun can begin. Yes please, she turned her head to find my eyes, give me a pleading look. I smiled and slowly undressed her bottom half, and Harley lifted her legs to step out of her ruined underwear. You're so beautiful, princess. I left a trail of kisses before tapping her inner thighs, signaling her to widen her stance and she obediently did so. I sat on my heels in between her legs. Under this position, I can see her pulsing asshole and her light pink pussy, dripping with need. Good girl. So wet. She filthily groans at the comment and I absolutely love the sound of that. 
I admire the sight a little bit longer than I run my hand over her slit and feel the warm slick between my fingers. I am probably equally wet. Harley moaned a little and pushes herself backwards, craving for more friction. Taking that as encouragement, I kiss and bite her but cheeks a little and slid my middle finger into her, slowly building up a rhythm. She groans and tightens her grip on the table as I added another. Pammy, um. Faster. I slapped her a handful of times before obliging, ensuring to hit that rough patch of skin inside as I do. Yes babayagodis, she is so blatantly loud I am sure Selena can hear us. Well, it's not the first time and definitely won't be the last time if she is staying with us, so I pay no mind to that and added a third finger. Red. Ah. Gee god, that's. Mmm. A lot of. Fingers. But feels so. Um, good. Minutes after, Harley starts to make incoherent noises, something about God, yes, and a long chain of my nicknames. I am drunk in the sloshing sound in her moans, however, just, somehow my thought wandered. He is probably sadistic in the bedroom too, why didn't you ask before you spank her? Is she thinking of him? You could lick her asshole now but you don't even know if she's into it. That conversation needs to happen. Communication and consent Pamela. Please don't stop. Pam, please. I will be good. I am so close. I didn't even realize I paused my movement until she was literally begging. Fucking focus Pamela. I cursed internally and continued pushing my fingers in and out of her hole. Her moaning resumes as my hand run up her ass and down her thighs. Soon her inside is palpitating around my fingers tightly. You're so good at taking it all in, you can come now. I extend my thumb to make sure each thrust touches the clit and soon after she did. She squealed loudly and her knees buckled when the orgasm hits her. She practically melted hence I have to firmly hold her with the other hand so she wouldn't fall as she slowly rides out her high. I kiss her pussy one last time before rising to my feet, finding the girl flustered and breathing heavily on my workbench. Red. Harley whispered breathlessly as she attempted to find my hand without opening her eyes, so I reached out and laced our fingers together. She blushed intensely when she felt her juice on my hands. Are your ribs alright? Her neck wound healed quick but the ones in her torso are deeper. I am such a horrible girlfriend for only asking now. Everything is alright, except for. She snapped her eyes open and grinned at me, pushing herself off the counter. I owe you one now. She grabbed my waist and kissed my lips, spinning us around so I am half sitting on my work table now. I reciprocate her kiss with fervor and let the jester unbutton my jeans. I love the lab coat, Dr. Isley. She rubbed circles on my clit over my panties as she said so. Thank you. My breath is ragged and heavy. My underwear is so moist that it feels like her fingers are directly above my sex though it wasn't. You're so sexy in it, I wanted to pound you on these desks since day one, her hand never stopped, she even added nails to the equation, scratching over the thin fabric at times. My chest heave at the comment and all I could manage was a me. A hum. 
She smirked at that and dropped to her knees, hauling down my jeans as she did so. The cold and harsh edge of the table is uncomfortable against my skin, but the pleasure with her tongue on my drenched pussy overrode that. She licked and sucked with so much vigor that I know I won't last long. Baby. Ahum, you look, so fucking hot, oh god. On your knees. I tangled my hands in her hair, trying to keep her as close as possible. Umphum was her only verbal response, but her movement is more erratic after praise. As predicted. I came soon after. It was my turn panting and sweating on the table when she gave my folds a final lick. Seriously red. I don't know how you taste sweet down there. Harley proclaimed. I smiled but cannot find the energy to reply. Rather, I merely laughed at our situation, both of us naked from the waist down and her hair is in a mess. Thank you, baby. I finally recovered and kiss her on the lips, tasting myself on her. I do taste sweet. Let's go shower. Separately. I added when I saw her naughty smirk. I was so sour that I lost that fucking pickpocking contest, so I was trying to tidy the former guest room. Getting it ready so I don't have to sleep on the sofa anymore once Ivy gets me a bed. And I absolutely did not miss the freakishly loud moans from the greenhouse when they were banging. Can this day get worse? I grunted. Frankly, I haven't seen Bruce for a while and I am feeling a little bit horny myself. It doesn't help when I hear constant live porn in the house. Ugh, insufferable gaze. I muttered to myself, trying to let off some steam by aggressively tidying the endless journal papers and random crap that Ivy have in the room. There's so much shit in here, including, random boxes of pipette tips, some glass vials of unknown goos, empty bottles that have, waste, written on it, a giant trunk that is characteristically Harley which is stuffed with chocolate, cookie cans and other savory snacks, a toolbox, a photo album, there are some Polaroids of us together, ah, uh, a dozen of Bible-thick botany textbooks, a few dusty transparent storage boxes that you can see research notes with mold living inside, and many more. And I thought Ivy is neat and tidy, I laughed to myself. I categorized them into piles and waited until the sex noise stopped before stepping out of the room. No lie. I did think of Mr. J when Pammy and I were having sex. Just, he likes it rough too. I guess I discovered my kink when I was with him, but Pam wasn't like him. He was never gentle. He always draws blood if he can. He never kisses the marks he left and take care of me afterwards. We wouldn't have a safe word. He'd never ever ask for consent. I rarely climax when we do it. No. She is not him. I had to remind myself over and over again. In our shower, Pam can't resist the puppy eyes, she reiterated how good I was, and asked again if the spanks were too much. She washed my hair with tender fingers, scratching my scalp just the way I love it. I would make love to her then if Ivy hadn't insist we need to have some dinner because I am still recovering. She is definitely not him. We left the bathroom and found a grumpy Selena ordering Japanese food. But it only took a few jokes before revert to her usual sassy yet confident self. 
The night went on peacefully with us screaming and yearning at the episodes of The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Jamie is like you Pammy, one wit English accent, I sobbed at the ending. She'd spent the rest of her life grieving after her lover is gone, was left unsaid. Selena rolled her eyes again, of course. But Pam played with my hair and reassured me that we will have a happy ending. She coaxed me to sleep that night, wrapping her arms around me in bed. I love you Ives. I kissed her wrist and closed my eyes. And I love the thing we are having too. I kissed her again. I kinda buried the gems in my grave. I confessed. I thought my old life was over, with Joker gone and all, okay? When I see those freaking rocks, I thought of you, with him, and ya hurt by him. I am sorry Pammy. Didn't know we'd need it again. She didn't even stir, just holding me closer and said, we will go to Ikea tomorrow, get poor Selena a bed, and we can dig it up the day after. Alright? Nothing to be sorry about. Alright. Sweet dreams Pamela. Sweet dreams baby, I love you.